welcome to St. John's Episcopal Church Hour. We are pleased that you have tuned into our broadcast and invite you to listen each Sunday at this time to worship with us. We are located at number 27 King Street, Christian Step, St. Croix. Please call us at 340-778-8221 or email us at stjecstx at vipowernet.net. You can also hear this broadcast at our Facebook page at St. John's Episcopal Church, VI. We trust that today's service will be a blessing to you. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Let us pray. Bread of heaven, you feed us in the depths of grief, sin, and hostility. Nourish us with your word through the long hours of tears and in a dawning awareness of our need for forgiveness, so that we may be redeemed by your steadfast love. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A very blessed 11th Sunday after Pentecost to you this morning as we worship here in this space or live stream on Facebook from St. John's Episcopal Church, VI in the Diocese of the Virgin Islands. The readings for today are from Popper 14b. We invite you to join us next Sunday, August 22nd, as we celebrate the 12th Sunday of Pentecost, and the readings will be for proper 15b. We now say the church's mission statement. Together, as disciples of God, we at St. John's Episcopal Church are called to restore all people in unity through Christ embracing justice, peace, and love. Our act of worship will now continue with the intro hymn, hymn number 445, Praise to the Holiest in the Heights.
God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Let us confess our sins to God. Please kneel. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through the grace of Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy One is in our midst. O come, let us worship. We now say the Venite together. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise to the Lord a shout with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend in, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. Let us listen today to God's voice. Harden not your hearts as your forebears did in the wilderness at Meribah, and on that day at Massa, when they tempted me. They put me to rest, though they have seen my works. Forty years long, I detested that generation and said, these people are wayward in their hearts. They do not know my ways. So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. The metrical version of Psalm 111, Song to Amazing Grace.
please it. A reading from the word of God written in 1 Kings chapter 2, verses 10 to 12, chapter 3, verses 3 to 14. Then David slept with his ancestors and was buried in the city of David. The time that David reigned over Israel was 40 years. He reigned for seven years in Hebron and 33 years in Jerusalem. So Solomon sat on the throne of his father David, and his kingdom was firmly established. Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statues of his father David. Only he sacrificed and offered incense at the high places. The king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the principal high place. Solomon used to offer a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I should give you. And Solomon said, You have shown great and steadfast love to your servant, my father David, because he walked before you in faithfulness, in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart towards you. And you have kept for him this great and steadfast love, and have given him a son to sit on his throne today. And now, O Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David. Although I am only a little child, I do not know how to go out or come in. And your servant is in the midst of the people whom you have chosen, a great people, so numerous they cannot be numbered or counted. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, able to discern between good and evil, for who can govern this, your great people? It is pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this. God said to him, because you have asked this and have not asked for yourself long life or riches or for the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right, I now do according to your word. Indeed, I gave you a wise and discerning mind. No one like you has been before you, and no one like you shall arise after you. I gave you also what you have not asked, both riches and honor all your life. No other king shall compare with you. If you will walk in my ways, keeping my statutes and my commandments, as your father did walk, then I will lengthen your life. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Please stand. The song of Zechariah, together. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, 
holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins, in the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, is now and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Word of God, written in Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 5, verses 15 to 20. Be careful then how you live, not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of the time, because the days are evil. So do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery but be filled with the Spirit. As you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, singing and making melody to the Lord in your hearts, giving thanks to God the Father at all times and for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Canticle 15, the Song of Mary. Together, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. And holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceits. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Please sit. A reading from the Word of God, written in the Gospel according to John, chapter 6, verses 51 to 58. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. The Jews then disputed among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? So Jesus said to them, very truly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, 
you have no life in you. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood abide in me, and I in them, just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father. So whoever eats me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like that which your ancestors ate, and they died. But the one who eats this bread will live forever. He said these things while he was teaching in a synagogue at Capernaum. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Please stand. Canticle 21, you are God. Together, you are God. We praise you. You are the Lord. We acclaim you. You are the eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white robe army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the holy church acclaims you. Father of majesty and bounded, your true and only son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not shun the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. The Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven, seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will again come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and a life everlasting. Amen. Hear our cry, O God. And listen to our prayer. 
God be with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Help us, O God, our Savior. Look upon your congregation. Declare your glory among the nations. Do not let the oppressed be shamed and turned away. Continue your loving kindness to those who know you. Satisfy us by your loving kindness in the morning. Please sit. The collects of today, the 12th Sunday after Pentecost, proper 15b. Almighty God, you have given your, holy, your only son to be for us a sacrifice for sin and also an example of godly life. Give us grace to receive thankfully the fruits of his redeeming work and to follow daily in the blessed steps of his most holy life. Through Jesus Christ, your son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. O God, you have taken to yourself the blessed Virgin Mary, mother of your incarnate son. Grant that we, who have been redeemed by his blood, may share with her the glory of your eternal kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. O God, our King, by the resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, on the first day of the week, you conquered sin, put death to flight, and gave us the hope of everlasting life. Redeem all our days by this victory. Forgive our sins, banish our fears, make us bold to praise you and to do your will, and seal us to wait for the consummation of your kingdom on the last great day. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. O oh God, you have made of one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your spirit upon all flesh and hasten the coming of your kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord. O oh oh Almighty God, who in your wrath sent a plague upon your own people in the wilderness for their obstinate 
rebellion against Moses and Aaron, and also in the time of King David, sent a plague of pestilence, which caused 70,000, but remembering your mercy, spare the rest. Have pity upon us, miserable sinners, who now are visited with great sickness and mortality, and in the same way that you then accepted an antonent and commanded the destroying angel to cease from punishing. So it may now please you to withdraw from us this plague and grievous sickness through Jesus Christ our Lord, Most loving Father, you will us to give thanks for all things, to dread nothing but the loss of you, and to cast all our care on the one who cares for us. Preserve us from faithful, faithless fears and worldly anxieties, and grant that no clouds of this mortal life may hide from us the light of that love which is immortal and which you have manifested unto us in your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. In the world cycle of prayer, we pray for the people of the Czech Republic. In the Anglican cycle of prayer, we pray for the Anglican Church of Southern Africa. In the ecumenical cycle, we pray for the members of the Assemblies of the Lord Jesus Christ. Eternal Lord God, you hold all souls in life. Give to your whole church in paradise, and on earth you light on your experience, on your peace. And grant that we, following the good examples of those who have served you here and are now at rest, may at the last enter with them into your unending joy. Today we remember the deceased, Orville Sylvester Bradshaw. We pray for those who we love but see no longer. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. We now say the prayer during the hurricane season. Together, almighty and everlasting God, Lord of heaven and earth, Grant unto us, your suppliant people, protection against hurricanes, earthquakes, tsunamis, and other calamities, that in tranquility of weather, we may rejoice in the comfort we desire, and may always make right use of your bountiful goodness through Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord God, may your people be a crown of beauty and a royal diadem in your hand, as we pray in faith for presiding bishop, the most Reverend Michael Bruce Curry, for our retired bishop, Right Reverend Edward Ambrose Gums, the Ecclesiastical Authority, the Standing Committee, and for all clergy and laity in the Diocese of the Virgin Islands. Almighty healing God, your blessed risen and ascended son, Jesus Christ, went about doing good and healing all manner of sickness and disease among the people. Continue in our hospitals and research centers, his gracious work among us, especially those ministering to people affected by the novel coronavirus. Console and heal the sick, 
grant to the researchers, physicians, nurses, all healthcare providers, their assisting staff, wisdom and skill, diligence and patience. Prosper their work, healing Lord God, and send down your blessing upon all who serve the suffering and are searching for relief as the COVID-19 virus is on the rise again. Today we pray for those who are ill and recovering from any form of illness. John, Father Gregory, Reverend Katian, Hollis, Chris, Corrine, Bernard, and Monica, Sister Straker, Azaja, Victor, John, Cyril, Sandra, Pablo, Janet, Janice, Joan, Phyllis, Christopher, Ruth, Albert, Dorothy, David, Omari, Douglas, Albert, Clement, and Loretta, Violet, Yulina, John, and for all who call upon the church at this time for prayers, that their weakness may be banished and their strength restored, and that their health being renewed, they may bless your holy name. We pray this through your Son, Jesus Christ, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, in glory everlasting. O God, you have made of one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. We hold up before this morning our church here of St. John's and all of its partners for those to elected to serve an vestry and as dedicates to convention, for those on various committees and ministries, for those who support our mission and ministry as we prepare to celebrate 261 years in this community, for those working on various aspects of the Bell Tower restoration, grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you, bring the nations into your fold, Pour out your spirit upon all flesh, enhancing the coming of your kingdom. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Glory to God whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Please stand. The hymn, we now sing hymn number 196, Leaning on the Everlasting Arms.
let us pray. Lord of life and hope, we gather this day seeking nourishment for our souls and healing for our spirits. Give to us your living bread, that having been nourished in soul and spirit, we may be witnesses to your transforming love through the ministry and mission of Jesus Christ, the bread of life, we offer this prayer. Amen. Please it. How shall we live? Well, I found the words from Ephesians to be an excellent answer for all of us. How are we to live? Paul says, therefore, watch carefully how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, don't be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Don't be drunken with wine, in which is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord giving thanks always concerning all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father. I suspect those words are good advice for all of us and a good answer when anyone asks, how shall we live? Bread nourishes us. So Jesus uses that term to describe himself. But living bread is an attempt to reveal more deeply how profoundly he nourishes us. He offers us a relationship in which we can abide in security. We need that life-giving relationship more than ever today in an, un in an unhealthy world. By taking of him, we can live forever. Of course, when we hear Jesus talking like this, we immediately think of the Last Supper. We think of the Holy Communion and the bread and wine that represent Jesus giving his life for us. And that is right, but Jesus did not have the Last Supper yet when he said these things. Jesus is saying something here that has meaning apart from that reference. He is saying, I am the main course. You know, the main course of the meal is that part that fills us up and nourishes us the most. The main course is the steak and potatoes or the chicken and rice. The soup and the salad of the appetizers are great and the dessert after is wonderful but the main course makes or breaks the meal. Jesus is saying, he is the meat and potatoes for our souls. Forgive me, but Jesus is soul food. What came before was good. The law and the prophets provided some nourishment. That bread Moses served as appetizer was fine. It was prepared by God after all. But Jesus is what really feeds us and gives us life. He is the main course. We sometimes lose sight of that fact. There is so much to feed on in a church. There are fellowships and activities and committee meetings. And all these things are good, but they are just the soup and the salad. They are the appetizers and the desserts. Jesus is the main course. It is he who gives us eternal life. By feeding on him and taking him into our hearts and lives, we receive life. You can feed on the appetizers and not die, but you will always be malnourished. So we need to remember that Jesus is the main course. 
We too need to be careful that in the business of our church life, we don't forget that he is the reason for it all, that he is the main course. Jesus said, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. You know, bread was the main staple of people's diets back then. People receive most of their nourishment from bread, but to be nourished by bread, you must eat it. You must take it into yourself. That is the way it is with Jesus. We must take him in. We must accept him and ask him into our hearts. You must let him become part of you. Too often, people try to keep him at arm's length. For them, Jesus is someone or something outside of them. But you must let him in, then he can nourish you. Then he can give life to your heart and soul. Jesus is the main course. And this main course involves a sacrifice. He said, He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. Now, if Jesus had just wanted to talk about accepting him as spiritual nourishment, he could have just talked about bread. But he also talks about blood. He is obviously talking about his death on a cross. Through his death, Jesus feeds us. He, his death, defeated sin. And because his sin is defeated, we have forgiveness and eternal life. For that to happen, a sacrifice must be made. You know, we modern people are out of touch with what goes into preparing our food. This main course required a sacrifice too. Jesus' blood had to be shed. He had to die so that we could be fed. Eternal life is a free gift for us, but it cost Jesus his life. Jesus is the main course. Are you hungry? Do you find that you grow weak spiritually? Do you feel jittery and nervous because your soul's blood sugar is low? Maybe you need a good meal. Jesus is the only soul food that can give us eternal life. Other things may fill the emptiness for a little while, but they are just empty spiritual calories. If you want to be truly filled and never hunger again, you must feed on Jesus. You must dine on him. Allow his presence to fill your emptiness. Keep him at the center of your life. He is the bread of life. He died to feed us and give us eternal life. If you have never asked Jesus into your heart, then do it today before you starve. And if you have already asked him into your heart, then feed on him in prayer. This is the bread which came down from heaven not such as the fathers ate and died. He who eats this bread will live forever. Amen. Please stand. I appeal to you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present yourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. The Offertory Hymn, Hymn number 425, Songs are praised, the angels sang.
explicit. A blessed and pleasant good morning to everyone. For those viewing on Facebook and listening via our radio broadcast ministry, welcome. We have no visitors in this sanctuary today, but I want to thank all of you who continue to worship with us in person, via radio, and on social media. This morning, we do not have Reverend Gibson in our midst, but we'd like to thank the Shara Gums, our assistant, for leading the worship and our sermon this morning. Thank you very much, the Shara. We hope that today's service has been a blessing to you. Uh, anyone having any birthdays or anniversaries or any special moments that you want to be acknowledged this morning? I have a letter to read uh, coming from the diocesan secretary. It says, to clergy, delegates, alternate delegates, committees, and commission, and it's signed by the president of the standing committee, Canon Lionel S. Reimer says the subject is Special Diocesan Convention. Notice regarding the Special Diocesan Convention scheduled for Friday, August 20th, 2021. Please take note that the Special Diocesan Convention will not be called on August 20th, 2021 as mandated resolution BR 002-21. The special convention scheduled for August 20th, 2021 was intended to call for a provisional bishop. Resolution BR 002-21, which was unanimously passed at the May 22nd, 2021 special convention, provided for the calling of a provisional bishop within 90 days or by August 20th, 2021. Despite diligent efforts, the search for a provisional bishop has not been successful. Bishops who were invited to be interviewed declined the calling. Therefore, there are no prospective names to present at a special convention scheduled for Friday, August 20th, 2021. The standing committee the Ecclesiastical Authority of the Diocese of the Virgin Islands and the Diocesan Council will continue to work collaboratively to secure a provisional or diocesan bishop for the Diocese of the Virgin Islands. So please take note um, of that. And uh, this letter is, this uh, email is actually dated August. 10th, 2021, and we were asked to provide this update um, to the congregation, and it will also be posted um, at the back of the church. So please, congregants, um, delegates, the convention, vestries, and other committees and commissions, please take note. Uh, 
Um, we would now continue with the act of worship, the Shara. We now continue with a prayer of self-dedication together, almighty and eternal God. So draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated unto you, and then use us. We pray you as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The recessional hymn, hymn number 594, God of grace and God of glory. Please sit for one moment. Good morning, congregation. I indulge your attention. Um, we would like to also announce the celebration of life for Orville Sylvester Bradshaw, which will take place at 
St. John's Episcopal Church in Christiansted on Friday, August 20th, 2021 at 9 a.m. On behalf of the priest in charge and the vestry and our congregation, we send condolences to the family of Mr. Orville, the late Orville Sylvester Bradshaw. May his soul rest in peace. Sisters and brothers, the worship has ended. Now the service begins. Go forth into the world, proclaiming the good news that Christ is alive. Let us bless the Lord. Thank you for listening to the St. John's Episcopal Church Hour. Every Sunday, we get together for worship at 8.30 a.m. Our church is located at number 27 King Street, Christian Set St. Croix. Come visit with us. We welcome you to our services. For more information, call us at 340-778-8221 or email us at stjecstx at vipowernet.net. You can also hear this broadcast at our Facebook page at St. John's Episcopal Church, VI. Have a blessed day.